Yo! Welcome into episode number 62 of the House of L podcast. I am the host, Lawrence Holmes. Glad that you could come and hang out with me on the pod. I don't have a guest for you this week because I figured considering some of the news of the past week, as it has to do with me and my career, that it might be a good idea to address you here, the faithful listeners of the podcast who actually played a really big role, I think a significant role, in some of the things that happened. So I wanted to spend this episode answering emails, which we'll do at some point, and addressing kind of the future of the podcast, if I may. First, let me say thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast uh, over the last 10 months. I'm very pleased with what it's become and what I like about it and and that people seem to really enjoy the interaction that I have with the guests that are on the podcast, and it's been great. Um, so I wanted to thank you for that. When this brainchild started out, I wasn't really sure what we were going to do with it, and I talked with some people, and I've talked about this before in, in the email section. Like Dan Zampillo, for example, and Jason Goff were kind of instrumental in help, helping me figure out like what I wanted the podcast to be, and now I know what it is, and it continues to grow and evolve, but I, I know what it is. It's me talking to people in journalism about journalism, and it's a lot of fun, and you get some great stories out of it, and you end up getting some hidden gems. Like last week's episode with Tom Thayer, it's so great. I think that every ex-player should listen to it. But those are the types of things that I really enjoy doing. And I'm glad that over the last 10 months, we've been able to do that. So let me stop messing with you. The podcast is going to continue. But let me explain what's happening with me. Because I still think that there is a little lack of clarity with it. So I want to try and explain. Obviously, I'm going to be doing what I'm calling the mid-afternoon show at The Score, Monday through Friday, 12 to 2. Very excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. I'll have Joe Madden on Tuesdays now, and I'll get an opportunity to talk baseball with him. And and I'm really looking forward to, to that. It's a challenge, and I look forward to the challenge. Tony Gill, young Tony, is going to be my executive producer it was – I suggested that Herb come to be the EP, but considering he's the EP of Cubs and the Cubs is the most valuable property, they couldn't move Herbie. So if you were like, well, wait, why not? Well, that's why. So the next thing I said was well, I like Tony. I felt, I felt like Tony was in a place to lead a show a couple years ago. And I think that he's an even better place to lead a show now. So he's going to come up and be the EP of the show. I'm also going to get some help from Rick Camp, who works on the Bernstein and McKnight show. He was able to work his hours out so that he can come hang out with us for a couple hours and then go home. So I'll have some production help on that side, which is great. All three of those guys are going to have open mics, or all two of those guys are going to have open mics. And uh, Shane Reardon, who's the... What is his title? Some weird operations guy, something. He's kind of going to act as the show's consigliere. 
So if there's something that I want to do or I want to discuss, he's going to help out with that. I'm sure he'll help out with some of the guest booking too. So we've got a good crew that's put together, and I'm really excited about what it is that we're going to do. The other thing, the other part that gets lost in what it is that we're doing, along with doing that, I'm going to have a daily podcast. And so Mitch and I went back and forth about whether it would be House of L or whether it would be something different. And I kind of decided that the two things are separate. In my world, here's my reasoning for it. In my world, House of L is about journalism. Yes, I do talk with journalists who are in the world of sports, but it's not really a sports podcast outside of me doing the Bears recaps. And I'm I'm debating what I do with that come September, but we've got plenty of time. So, so in my mind, House of L is about journalism. It's about talking to journalists about how they do their job. That's the mission statement for the House of L podcast. So in negotiations with Mitch about this, he said, well, why don't we, why don't we just turn House of L into a daily podcast? And me as a talk show host, I was very excited about that. But me as the CEO of House of L was like, nah, we've kind of built our brand and it is what it is. And I don't know if I want to, just give the catalog of content away and throw it away. I was kind of looking forward to building something new out of it. So that's what we're going to do. House of L is going to stay its own thing. So if you subscribe to this because you love the interaction with me and other media members, that's going to continue to be its own entity. And Mitch and I have talked about, look, if there is content that makes sense to put on the score or vice versa onto House of L, then we have that shared agreement already. But the the new podcast, I'm going to be doing a podcast on Radio.com Monday through Friday. The new podcast, and we just decided literally moments ago that I'm going to call it The Daily, it's going to be sports-oriented. And you're saying, well, wait, you have a sports talk show. I do. I have a local sports talk show that I'm going to spend a majority of the time talking about Cubs, White Sox, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, the local college teams, that sort of thing. What this new podcast allows me to do is talk about some of the sports stories that would probably not make it into my rundown for stuff to do on the score. It means... I can interview people and talk to them about soccer or softball or cricket or the cultural significance of Ichiro. I'm As we sit here, I'm getting ready to do an interview with Bob Kendrick, who runs the Negro League Museum, and I'm just going to talk to him and have him tell stories. And that's not something that I would necessarily do on House of L, and it's definitely something that... I wouldn't do on the score because I do like the idea of having conversations that are uninterrupted. And that's what I'll get an opportunity to do with the daily, what I'm calling the daily podcast. So that's the plan that each day at two o'clock, a new podcast will post. And I know it's super confusing. So let me try and, and make it 
very plain. The radio show is on from noon until 2. It will be archived. That's a good word that Herbie came up with, and I think that that's the way that it should be. It will be archived. So every day, if you don't listen live, you should listen live. But if you can't, there will be an opportunity for you to listen to it via podcast. Okay? Then there's the daily, which is my daily podcast for radio.com. That will be on subjects that probably aren't touched upon on the 12 to 2 show. And then there's House of L. And so what, what I'm trying to figure out is how much can I do without killing myself? Because this move to mid-afternoons in a big part is about a quality of life issue too, where I get to do more stuff. I get to hang out with Panther. I get to go cover more stuff, which actually I'm really excited about. Like I can leave the score studios and head right over to Wrigley or right over to 35th and Shields and check out what's going on inside the clubhouses there, which I'm, I need that. I honestly could use a little bit of that. I've been looking forward to that. So what do I do about House of L? I've been thinking about it over the past weekend, like once things became official and then I had to start creating content for the daily what am I going to do with my baby? What am I going to do with House of L? Here's what I've decided. I really like doing this. I, I actually love doing this podcast. I think it's a lot of fun. I find out a lot of stuff. I think that it's kind of interesting. So I'm going to keep doing it. But what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to move back to every other week, at least until I get the rhythm of the new time slot and the new podcast, those, those things I just need to, I'm one of those people where I have to figure out how all of it works. There's a, a Tetris type thing that's happening with me right now. And I have to make sure that I can get all the bricks lined up in the right place so that I don't collapse. So what I think I'm going to do is house of L will be every other week. And I know initially it was going to be once a month, but Every other week until I figure it out. I still have not figured out yet what I'm doing with the bear stuff. If the bear stuff ends up being a House of L exclusive or if it becomes during football season my Monday podcast on the daily. But I'm going to have a show on the score to do that too. So Panther suggested that it be an NFL pod on Monday. But again, it was the the most lucrative part of House of L. So I don't know that I'm just going to run away from it. By the way, thanks to the Chicago Wolves for being a part of our podcast all season long. They're getting ready for the playoffs yet again. ChicagoWolves.com if you want to go get tickets. Free parking courtesy of Kia. They ain't even have to pay for that. I just like them as a partner. So as we get along in the summer and I have a sense of how all of this works, then I'll I'll kind of decide if, if I'm going to keep it. But now there's a, a place where if something breaks, like I know that for the most part I'm going to be on the air. And that's fantastic. Yes, there are going to be getaway day games in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and Washington where the show gets – truncated or whatever but 
it's way less than what we were dealing with at night. At night, we were dealing with Cubs baseball, Bulls basketball, DePaul, Illini, Monday night football, Thursday night football, Bears all access. Like all of those things were keeping the show kind of off the air or really truncated. And honestly, like those 30-minute shows were hell. I hated doing them. I I, I mean, I I loved that I had to compress all my thoughts into a 22-minute segment, but it was extremely stressful. And some nights I was just like, this is a waste of the time. But that being said, I would tell anyone who's in line to – get those shows that that is prime real estate before a Cubs game. So they should keep that in mind. Prime, prime real estate. So that's where things stand right now. That's where the pod is going. We'll go every other week. We'll still bring you great guests. We'll still talk about fun stuff inside the world of journalism. The daily, the new podcast is going to be sports related. It's going to be, a little bit bigger scope on sports issues than I would be able to do here or even with the score show. We're going to try to do fun interviews. We're going to do uh, introduce you to people that maybe you don't know. I I'm planning on trying to learn some stuff about esports too, because that thing is on the rise and it's coming. So I'm, I'm really excited about what the the next the next few months bring about with this and I'm incredibly incredibly happy with what's happened and let me just say that I want to, here's why I want to thank you with this the House of L was significant in this initially and I've told the story before I went to the score. I went to NBC Sports Chicago. I said, I got this idea for a podcast. The podcast needs a home and it needs distribution. Both my boss at NBC Sports Chicago and my boss at the score were interested, but in NBC Sports Chicago's case, like they weren't ready to act on it immediately. And when I talked with Kevin Cross and I said, look, this is the idea. He said, well, when do you think you're ready to go? I was like, "Um, May 1st. (laughs) He was like, what? I don't think I can move that fast. I'm like, okay. So when I took it to Mitch, I sat down with Mitch and Jimmy DeCastro, and I said, I have an idea for a podcast. I think it can do really well. Here's the premise of it. They liked the idea, but it was the same thing. Things move slowly in big corporations. So I said, screw it. I'm going to just learn how to give the podcast a place to live. And then I'll use my Twitter account to distribute it. And it worked. We had three, I think, three episodes to start things off. The Jason Benetti episode, the Jason Goff episode, which still is the highest listened to episode. I think there's been like 25,000 people who've listened to part one and two. And then Cheryl Scott. And that episode is like 7,000 people have listened to, which is incredible for me to get started. So like that was a great jumping off point. The power of you changing your habit and making room for this podcast played a significant role 
in I think it changed the way that the score looked at me, honestly. And I think that it played a significant role in them saying, well, we have this digital initiative now with Radio.com. We need people who can create content. Lawrence seems to be doing well creating content, so let's give him a platform to do it. So that's where the podcast on Radio.com kind of comes from. It comes from the success of this podcast. I think the same can be said for Joe and his early odds. I think that it, it... it allowed for the powers that be to look at us and say they can create content that creates revenue. House of L was actually fairly, as a startup business, was fairly successful. We had a good first year because the production costs are low. We had interest. Our partners, our advertising partners, saw that we had interest and my hope is that they've benefited from it because you don't you want to make sure that people are supporting the the people who support you from an advertising standpoint but i really believe that because of the downloads that we got on house of l that it it caused the score to go well wait is there something here is there something that we can give Lawrence to build off of. And I'm happy that they're now giving me a platform to do it. And it turns out that I'll, I'll be on in the daytime and that's a good thing too. So a sincere thank you to, to those of you who listen, you help affect change. I usually say affect. So, you know, it's an a and not the E you help affect change. Through your listening habits of this podcast, through this very podcast, and that's why I've I've wanted to say thank you to you about it because it it means something, and I know that you might even own your own business, so you can probably relate to how satisfying it is when you come up with an idea, the idea is a good one and it succeeds, and then people are like, "Hey, you're good with ideas." Can you come up with more ideas for us? So it's a very gratifying and satisfying thing to have the success of this podcast really matter and change the trajectory of my career. So thank you for that. I know that this episode, you're sitting here going, this is an awful lot of navel gazing. And it has been over the last few days. I'm sick of me at this point. I do appreciate, though, the really nice piece that John Greenberg wrote, the one that Phil Rosenthal wrote, and the one that Robert Feeder wrote. I'm glad that the response has been as positive as it has been, and I promise you that we are going to do some fun stuff on the radio show, on the new podcast, and still here on House of L. Trust on that. As Alexander Hamilton said, I'm not throwing away my shot. Now I got it. And now I do need your help to keep it. So please listen in, tell people if you like the show, tell them, and we'll keep this train going. All right? So that's what's going on. You can hear it from me here in the pod. You don't have to speculate. We're going to go to a pod two times a month instead of four times a month for House of L. 
I'm going to be doing a daily podcast on radio.com that might interest you and it might not. I pick and choose some of the, some of the things. So you're going to see, you know, on my Twitter account when we're promoting some of this stuff, you're going to see is be a lot more prevalent. But we're going to keep creating content. And that's a good thing. And I get to keep doing radio and a lot of different forms and that's a good thing too. Now, it's time for your emails. That's right. You can still email the podcast. We're still taking those. House of L podcast at gmail.com. This from JC who says, Lawrence, love the new long episode. I'm a Rogan guy, so two hours is nothing. I know I speak for a lot of people and know you wanted to give him some time, but Spiegel would be my optimum guest. I got you on that. I've asked Speaks, and he said he's not there yet. So same thing with Brian Hanley. I had a nice conversation with Brian. He uh, reached out and congratulated me on the move, and I said, people have been clamoring for you on House of L. He's like, I'm not ready yet. So I'm hoping that both of those interviews can happen at some point, and I appreciate the kind words and your suggestion. Let's see who else we got. This from Joe. Hey, Lawrence, I seem to email you every week, but I can't help it. The podcast is fantastic. Don't change a thing. After watching another one of his specials on WTTW, have you ever thought of interviewing Jeffrey Bear? Yes, I have. And if you notice on the last tour that Jeffrey Bear did, our friend Maggie Hendricks was on there. Maggie is someone who I should get on the pod too. But yes, Jeffrey is interesting. The Chicago River tour to me is, it might be a touristy thing to do, but I think that every Chicagoan should do it. And I think it's the first thing in the spring and summer you should take people who are out of town to to teach them the splendor. To me, the river is undefeated. It's absolutely undefeated. So thank you for that. I will keep that in mind. This from Jason. I'm a big fan of the podcast, especially love the golf, Tanny, Joe O, Kelly Kroll, Sierra Santos, and Jim Rose interviews. I love how you break down covering a beat and a little extra tidbits that make a story pop. I would love to hear Dan Bernstein, Kyron McKnight, um, Martellus, Bennett, Mark Sapelsa, Jackie Bang, Tony Arnold, and, and uh, Peter Seagal. Mark Sapelsa hit me up. Like, he came out of hiding and hit me up to congratulate me. People love him. And I was like, dude, you're traveling the world right now. You shouldn't have time to stop and check in on me. But he did, and that was really nice. Yeah, It's a good list of people, for sure. This from Chris. Chris says, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. The big change at the station last year turned me off a bit. But I still made sure to catch your show the next morning before going out on one of my long-haul runs. I really appreciate what you're doing with the podcast, and I always leave feeling like I have an uh, infinitely better understanding of you and the guests, even if I'm somewhat familiar with them. House of L makes those tough days on the road a little bit easier to navigate. Thank you so much. I feel this. Thank you, Chris. I feel the same way about the podcast that I listen to. I just added a new one. I'm not to give free publicity, but who cares? I'm now listening to Willie Geist's Sunday sit-downs. And he had one with Brie Larson, who is Captain Marvel, and the past one with Lupita Nyong'o, 
which are really, really good. And you're right. It's always nice when you get a podcast that you enjoy and it helps the time go faster. So I appreciate that you think that that's what we're doing. This is from Ray. Lawrence, I've been an avid listener since me and Z. I really enjoy the podcast, especially the Jordan Cornette, which had me in tears, and the Mark Grody, which had me in tears from laughing. My daughters were in the car with me during the episode with your students and have not stopped talking about the donut places that were mentioned. Some suggestions I have are for the podcast, Dan McNeil, the Ponce family. Yeah. Anthony actually does a pretty cool uh, podcast, too, Backseat Driver. I look forward to future episodes and keep up the great work. Yeah, getting the, I don't know if I could, if their schedules would even allow for me to get all the Ponce's. I I think you're only allowed like one Ponce at a time. I think. This from Nate. Love both your shows. Just want to make a quick suggestion. Thomas Jones. I think it would be really interesting to hear about his transition from NFL star to professional actor. And it's from Nate. Well, Nate, we've had Thomas on the radio show And I would tell you to be listening to the radio show over the next couple of weeks. Because Thomas is definitely someone that I would like to have on. And it might be one of those things where it's an interview that I do that ends up on the score and finds it has extra content that finds its way to House of L. Kind of like the Jake Johnson interview. So be on the lookout. All right, I'll do one more. This from Brian. Lawrence, I started listening to your podcast with Mark with the Mark Rody episode. When you promoted the episode, I text your show saying something like, the Cubs won the World Series when Grody was with them, and now that he is in the Bears, good things are happening. And you responded that you talked about that on the podcast, so I wouldn't listen. Your podcast partially addresses my greatest complaint about your radio show, that, that you're not on enough. I understand the play-by-play has taken over. I'm usually getting in the car for my commute home around Crosstalk with Neil and Parkins and got home or get home about the time your shows are over. In the event of a full boat, I try to find something to do that'll keep me around the radio all night. I'm catching up on the podcast, Smorgasbord style, and enjoying them so far. As for my vote for future guests, put me down for Ronji, Zaitman, and Olin. Well, good news. I'm beyond during the day now, starting on Thursday, so... You can listen to me there, or you can keep doing what you're doing and checking out the archives and all that good stuff. Um, Zach is someone that I've been dying to get on with his schedule. It's difficult. He is one of the people that I want to be on my first show. So hopefully that is going to work out and you'll be able to hear him Thursday. With Ranji, it's just a matter of tying him down. He wants to be on the pod. I want him on the pod. But he lives in St. Louis, and I kind of want this to be in person or for us to hook up the studios, which we can do. But you know how he is. He's super busy all the time. But, yeah, he's definitely on the list. And Olin, I'm trying to do a weekly thing with Olin during football season. Real talk. So that's it. That's where things stand. I thank you for your support of the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to the new challenges of the new show. Young Tony is going to do a great job producing it. We've got some ideas, and I'm looking forward to those as well. Thursday at noon, we kick things off. It'll be nice to 
go to work and come home from work with the sun still shining. I haven't done that in a while. Oh, and there's going to be some um, TV opportunities, too. I'll keep you abreast of what's going on. But thanks again for your support. Noon to 2 on Thursday. Listen and bring a friend. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thanks for your support. It really, really meant something. See you in two weeks. Peace. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.